Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. I'm Joy, your host. Our listener call-in number tonight is 323-443-7515. I'm Joy Barker, your host for Angel Talk Cafe with Joy. Angel Talk Cafe was created to bring the awareness and working with the angels into your life. The angels will guide you, protect you, and the daily guidance that we can receive to improve our life has just been just the most amazing experiences for me. And so I decided that I was going to bring this to everyone else that is interested in working with the angels. And not only do we talk about angels, but there are so many other topics that we talk about, mediumship and things like that. And I am a medium, a psychic. I do um, ocean oracle readings, color readings, angel readings, intuitive tarot readings. Because it's it's interesting. Every once in a while, I'll get an email saying, do you do readings? And it's like, yes, I do. (laughs) So I just thought I'd put that back out there. And it's been a while since I've been on the air, but I am back with some great shows. And I have a very, very special guest in the cafe tonight. Tonight we have Lisa Kay, author of her new book, Intuition On Demand, which I have been waiting for this book. I'm so excited to have Lisa here tonight. Welcome, Lisa. Oh, thanks for having me on, Joy. It's just a wonderful pleasure to be here with you and and get to talk about my book that I've been waiting for it to come out, too. (laughs) Well, you know, once I started reading your newsletter your newsletters and how gifted you work in in our mediumship circle. And your research, the extensive research that you have put into this topic is amazing. I know a lot of work and research um, has gone into this, and you've really, really done what I believe is the best job out there on books on intuition. I really feel like that because – I have a book, oh, and it's you. like, yeah, I get halfway through them, and I kind of go, okay. But your book, it's like it was definitely a page-turner, and I kind of jumped right in. Lisa, can you share with my listeners a little bit of what you do? Sure. Well, what I do right now is I teach people how to develop their intuition, so it's basically on demand, and they can use it at their fingertips, and that they can make it uh, use their intuition on the things they want to use it on and get uh, very detailed information, know when their intuition is speaking to them and when they're just making it up. Um, I teach people how to really become highly intuitive. So so that's what I do in a nutshell. In a nutshell. Okay. Uh, No, go ahead. So... uh, no, I was just thinking, um, so, you know, so a lot of people always wonder, how did I get to this point? Where did it come from? And, you know, I've always been very curious and interested in um, everything around me, the whole, you know, the how does the world work? And, that, and that's part of why I studied science and engineering, because I wanted to know how does everything work around me? And if I knew 
how the world works, um, I could live a better life, whatever that might be. And I'm also infinitely curious. So I'm always wondering, how, how do you make that work and how can I make it better? And so <laughs> along with that, I was always interested in things that maybe science couldn't understand, you know, things like um, metaphysics and connecting to spirit and to angels. And what is that? You know, what is it all about? Spirituality. And so I've always kind of uh, read about it, studied it, and eventually I um, got to the point where I studied it more seriously, and because I am the perpetual student, and I uh, got a PhD in metaphysical sciences, um, and I I focused on intuition, and uh, wrote my PhD about it, and I I learned a lot. I I have... um, my science degree is in psychobiology, which is the biological side of psychology, which talks about how you know the workings in the brain and how the uh, the mind process works in your brain and why do we think the way we do and function the way we do. And so it kind of fell neatly into um, with intuition. And there are a lot of overlaps, which I think is really fascinating between the brain science and your intuitive skills and abilities. So um, that, along with wanting to know how to develop my own intuition so that I could, you know, use it myself, um, just was sort of the beginning of that journey and then continuing to to study it. So, um, And I started out not thinking actually really, quite frankly, that I wasn't intuitive at all. Um, Even though I was interested as a child, you know, I would be interested in, gee, how do they predict things and you know I played with the ESB cards and I got them all wrong I couldn't figure you know I couldn't predict anything at the time and it was and I was um, a little dismayed but you know knowing that everybody could be intuitive and how to develop it I just continued to study it Uh, I studied the metaphysical side I studied um, intuitive development and uh, psychic development which I believe is when you become highly intuitive you become what people would term psychic and I got to the point where I became, um, I did public readings, I did uh, intuitive readings for the public, and I became a sold-out reader, and a sold-out intuitive reader, and I was kind of shocked at that. Um, but I really figured out how to make it work, and how to make it work for me. And I'm the kind of person that you got to break it down step by step, and know, you know, you do this first, and then this, and then this, and, you know, like the recipe. And I figured out a way, putting all the pieces together um, between the things that I've studied and experience and going out and reading for other people, how to really make it work for me. And it was, it was quite successful. So then um, I had uh, an, a, a, an event where I basically, my intuition saved my life. And that was, and I could tell you this, I'll try to make the story short for you. <laughs> um, but what had happened was I had gotten, uh, it was the summertime and I gotten the flu, what I thought was the flu. And I had a low grade fever, but I was also getting these uh, bouts of uh, shaking and um, my heart would race when I was lying down and I would feel like I was out of breath and, uh, and I was going to pass out and then it would go away. And I didn't, that was weird to happen with a flu and um, yeah, it kept happening over and over again. And and then at one point it got so bad. Um, I was shaking so much. I couldn't, I couldn't stop and I never shake with a, with a fever. So um, I went to the hospital. I went to the ER 
And they took some tests and they said, oh, well, you have bacteria in your blood, but go home. Go to the, you're not shaking anymore. Go home. Uh, take some antibiotics and you'll be fine. And I did. And I wasn't fine. I was getting worse. Yeah. I was having the bats were frequent to the point where one time it was so bad, my hands turned white and I real I thought I was I was going to pass out and expire. It was it was very scary. So I went back to the hospital and they said, Well, you still have bacteria in your blood, but you're you seem to be okay. Just take your antibiotics. Just take your pills and go home. And I was like, But wait, wait, but wait a minute, what was that whole thing about where I I was I was short of breath, I couldn't breathe, I I, I felt like I was gonna pass out, my hands turned white and they said, Oh that the doctor goes, Oh, that was fear. You, you were hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, no, I don't really. It was really not like that. Um, so nobody was listening to me. None of the doctors would listen. And my own doctor wasn't really listening. And, and so I turned to my intuition. And my intuition said, go read this book on uh, pediatricians. And I, I didn't know why. <laughs> okay. I started to read it. And... Of course, the word pediatrician kept popping up in in the book, and I was and I realized, wait a minute, my pediatrician is a friend. He lives down the street. Maybe he knows of a doctor who can help me. So, I call up my my pediatrician friend, um, and this was on the weekend, and um, I was getting worse. So I couldn't, you know, was afraid of waiting. And uh, he said, Oh, I have a doctor. You you can see, and he'll see you tomorrow, but you need to go right away. So. Mm-hmm. And the end of story, he got me in to see this infectious disease specialist right away. And uh, the doctor took some blood, did some tests, and he said, uh, and, you know, he said, oh, we have some more information. You have a heart infection. And then he put me in the hospital um, because heart infections are very serious. And I was basically going into sepsis. And, and you know, as these bats were getting worse. And... Uh, and he saved my life. Um, he gave me intravenous antibiotics, which is what really will, you know, nip it in the bud and, and get rid of it. But it was a very serious thing. And I think had I not gone to my intuition, got help from my friend who got me to the right doctor, um, you know, it, it would have been really bad. I don't, I don't know that I would be here. And today, um, and they cured me and I, and I'm very healthy right now. No more problems. But I realized, you know, this is this is such a valuable tool, and I would much rather help other people be able to do this, you know, use their intuition for whatever they wanted in their life to help them find their passion, to find their dream job, to find their, you know, soulmate um, more easily and more quickly, and get the get their messages from um, from their angels, and which is what I believe intuition is is a way to connect to that. Uh, so I started to teach it. And I went out and I started teaching to, I started speaking and teaching people the techniques I learned and people started to have results. Uh, some people had results um, right after a, a talk that I would give. They, you know, write, write me the next day and say, you know, I loved your talk. And right after your talk on, on my way home or during the rest of the uh, events, I used my intuition and it, it gave me information and they were shocked. <laughs> it worked. Uh, so I thought, wow, this is really, really cool. Yeah. So that's when I decided, you know, I'm not going to do readings anymore. I'd rather teach people. And that's what I, I, I do. So I teach people. Um, people started to, to I do the talk. People, 
people would say, you know, do you have a book I could read? And I didn't, um, but now I do. <laughs> so, and now so I put you it do. all in the book. And I, <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. But let's back up. And we do have callers on the mm-hmm. line. I thank you for being there. And just bear with it. Um, bear with us. Lisa, let's back up a little bit and let's define what intuition is. Sure. Uh, Intuition, by definition, is knowing without knowing how you know it. So it's information that comes from, uh, and we're not sure where it comes from, and and I don't like to qualify where it it does because (laughs) I believe it comes from many, many places. It can come from outside of you, it can come from, say, within you, and within you could be either the other 90% of your brain that you're not using, or it could also be the inner wisdom that you have. Or it can be from spirit guides, or from angels, or from the universal consciousness. I think your intuition is a way to channel that information to you, into you, into your consciousness, so that you can use it, and that's and everybody's granted with that. Everybody has that. That's kind of what the creator wanted for us, was to have that connection. So to me, that's what intuition is. Perfect. Um, I wanted to share a story. So intuition yeah. can be that gut instinct, that nudge, the angel communication, our spirit guide, source, the universe. Um, I too, um, my intuition saved my life on actually numerous occasions. Um, but I started having shortness of breath and this was like in, in May of 2013. And I had, you know, it's like I'm walking Cody around the block and I am short of breath. And so I had, well, you know, everything was blooming here in San Diego, and I couldn't figure out why I was short of breath. And so I thought, oh, my goodness, I'm getting exercise-induced asthma because my daughter had gotten that when she was younger. And so I thought, oh, that's what it is. And then one day I was doing laundry and realized I had just, you know, taken the first load up and come back downstairs, and I am breathing hard. And it was not normal. And I had already had a couple of incidences like that where I thought, this doesn't seem right. But this one particular time that I was doing laundry, I mean, it was loud and clear. You need to call your doctor. And I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I literally stopped what I was doing, called my doctor. She wasn't in, but I got in to see um, the other doctor. And... Needless to say, that was on a Friday. Well, Monday was a holiday, so um, he wanted to do a stress test but couldn't see me until that Tuesday with the holiday weekend. And by Friday, I was on the table having a quadruple bypass. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It it was like they did the test, and they said one or two things are going to happen. You're going to either have open-heart surgery or we're going to do stints. And I'm like, oh, okay, so one or the other is happening because I had done the stress test. And I wound up with a quadruple bypass. And it was to the point they told me that the doctor, if the doctor can't do the surgery tomorrow, which was Friday, he said, we can't let you go home. They wouldn't even let me leave the hospital. Mm -hmm. 
He said, you will have oh. to stay here until we can get a surgeon in. We, you're not, we're not even discharging you. So if I'm certain that if I hadn't listened to that, that I would not be here. And it was interesting because mm-hmm. that particular weekend we were supposed to go to Vegas to visit family, and for whatever reason it didn't work out, which was a darn good thing because I probably would have been doing a hike. And so oh, things yeah. work out perfectly. I'm here. I'm healthy. I have so learned to listen to that intuition. But um, I know so many people, um, they don't trust. But let's talk about the benefits. What can intuition do, such as, you know, in our case, we've gotten that um, that nudge, you need to see a doctor. You need mm-hmm. to do something about that. Um, I know a lot of people um, think, well, I can't do that. I can't do that. And it's like we all have it, and I know that. But what is it that people, what's the biggest problem maybe that people have with trying to develop it? Lack of self-confidence? Um, there are a lot. Well, I think I think it's those and just what you said. Uh, I can't do that. Um, I don't trust it. A lot of people say I believe I have intuition, but I I'm I don't know whether it, I'm making it up or not, or whether it is my intuition. Um, I think it's telling me something, but I don't know what it means. And you know that that's because everybody's on. I, I talk about in the book um, the intuition learning path. And in that learning path, there are, uh, you know, a few steps that you take to become highly intuitive. And it's uh, what I call the five-step map of the intuition learning path. And one of the problems is people are usually just stuck in step one. Um, One is that that you you think you might be intuitive, but you're not really sure. And, um, you know, what, what stops people in the beginning is that they believe that intuition should be like what they see in the movies. Uh, They believe that it should be giving them full downloads of information, kind of like a a story or a narrative and, and with, with a lot of um, description and that's not what intuition is. And they feel that without that, um, then they're not really getting good intuitive information that they can't be intuitive. Um, but that's that's not how it works. Intuition comes in bits and pieces. The characteristics of intuition is very much like your the the right side of your brain, and that kind of functioning is where you where you it talks. That part of your brain talks in symbols. It talks in um, big ideas. It sees the you know it'll be it's that's the part of your brain that knows that something's different in this picture. You know, they have the two pictures that look the same and they say, well, you know, what, what's what's different in this picture? What changed? Right, right. And it's the right side of the brain that knows. And that's how your intuition speaks to you. It speaks to you in symbols. It speaks into these this feeling of, oh, I know that there's something different there. Uh, it also speaks in, um, in abstract ideas that... Uh, that you might feel like, okay, this is, I I have a, a sense that, you know, go, taking A, instead, choosing A instead of B is better 
because and there might be some feelings or there might be a picture in your mind that pops up um seeing that uh, uh seeing maybe in your mind people are happier that you'd be dealing with in, in choice a than in choice b but that's not something that people can talk about it's like well why did you pick a uh well i, I saw happy people on that <laughs> if i took a you know and, and people go like well that, that really you know so it's not it doesn't sound logical um in terms of rationale but because intuition is not like that it's fashion flashes of insight it's uh pictures that pop up now the key is that when you develop your intuition you work with it that you have to collect these pieces that come at you. People think, oh, that one piece is the whole answer. So if they're using their intuition, they get a, you know, here, that was a good example. I get, I get these, I got a flash of the people, you know, being smiling and being happy. And, but I, I, I don't know what it means. And that's because intuition is going to t- talk to you in little bits of pieces of, of information. And so you have to go and get another piece. And I have a technique in the book that helps you, that teaches you how to go get another piece of information. And as you build and get the pieces, more and more pieces from your intuition, it starts to form a picture. It starts to form the story for you. So it's just like um, putting a puzzle together, getting all the pieces. And eventually you start to see, oh, I know what that is. All the pieces are giving me a picture of a, you know, a tree, Um uh, and and you start to see more of the tree, and then you see, oh, it's not just a tree, it's a field. And the field has horses in it, and there's a barn, so it must be a farm, right? That's why I'm looking at a farm, awesome. not just a tree. Mm-hmm. So that's how, that's how your intuition works, and that's why people get stuck. Um, and that's, you know, one of the problems that they, you know, one of the myths is that intuition should be giving me full downloads of information when I talk to, you know, to when I watch uh, people who are highly intuitive who are psychic, they seem to know everything and they tell me a story. Well, what they're not telling you is how they got all that information, and then they can tell you the story. <laughs> well, there's a farm, there's a horse farm. It's a farm with a horse on it, and it's it's green, you know, and um, and it's, it has a few trees there because they started to pick more and more information. So, does that awesome. help? Kind of in terms of uh, yeah, people, it really yeah, does because. Kind of people when we learn how to use it, and I love the process on demand, um, our lives, seriously, um, that could be life-changing. We're making better choices, yeah. and mm-hmm. we're and by listening to it, we're both here. Um, and can you imagine living a, an inspired intuition life? I mean, things would just go so much smoother. I mean, how often well, we're do always we worry making about- decisions? Mm-hmm. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And we're always making decisions. And you're always at a point where you know, do um, you know, should I I stick with the guy I'm I'm seeing, or should I leave and try to find someone else? Or maybe mm-hmm. you're dating and you and you're seeing a couple people. It's like, who do I choose? You know, and, uh, you know, if you choose the wrong one to get together with or even to, to marry, so that uh, it's going to be very hard to undo that if it turns out that you made the wrong decision. And your intuition can prevent that, can help you, guide you in the, in the right direction to what's, you know, best for you. The same thing with hiring somebody. Um, 
or or partnering, doing a business uh, venture with a partner. I have, um, I know a woman who is extremely su- successful in her business, and she uh, had an opportunity to partner with someone, and um, she had that feeling, something not quite right, but she couldn't put her finger on it, and she couldn't articulate it, and so she couldn't explain to herself why she shouldn't go. Everything else seemed fine. And so she partnered with this person, and it turned out to be a disaster. It was so bad that it turned into a media nightmare where this woman was um, basically, uh, you know, trying to disparage her. And, you know, and it, it became this huge publicity problem. So can you imagine, you know, had she listened to her intuition, she would have known, she would have avoided all that. And that's, so that's some of the things that we... We do, you know, um, we, we use our intuition for for something very simple from choosing a restaurant to go to on vacation to making some very big life, you know, decisions. Do, which doctor should I pick? Which which uh, path should I go down? That. And, well, and sometimes know, it's not, you know, it, it's not devastating. Sometimes it's just the better one. <laughs> right. 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 And, you know, we're sitting here talking and I'm thinking, you know, I've um, used my intuition and but still went with what I thought I wanted instead of what my intuition was telling me. And at that point, I was like, well, at least I'm making an informed decision, right? <laughs> so you feel better. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was just yeah. like, okay, I should have went with the other one. But um, um, at least we have, we gather the information and we're making informed decisions and if we and many don't including myself follow that intuition and we're thinking yeah i should have i knew i knew better and i tried anyways and you know i don't beat myself up over it but my intuition um like so many especially from a child you know i knew things seen things um and so i was i came in with a strong um what would you call it? Um, you know what? Intuitive this is a skill. good question. What's the difference between mm-hmm. being being psychic and intuition? Well, or in my are they mind, interchangeable? I, mm-hmm. I, I think I would like to see, you know, people see it as very, very differently, but I, I see them as being on a continuum, on a spectrum. Where okay. intuitive is being intuitive as you develop your skill um, and you get better and better at it, you can use your intuition to the point where other people say, "Oh, you you must be psychic." So, so mm-hmm. what intuition is versus psychic is really what other people you know see it as. So, uh, people who are, I think, who are very very skilled at being highly intuitive are psychic. Um, and again, it's it's a it's a matter of perspective. You know, I I know a lot of people. When I go and speak, one of the questions I ask people, I ask the audience, is like, how many of you believe that you're intuitive? And a lot of hands go up. And I'll say, okay, now how many of you people believe that you're psychic, or that you could be psychic? And all the hands go down. I might get two or three. <laughs> so. 
So it's it's a way. I think it's just a matter of the way people look at it. Um, okay. And I believe that you know we all can be psychic. It's just that it's one of those skills. You know, it's it's like learning how to read. If no one taught you how to read, you wouldn't know how to do it. But if somebody uh, who you came upon who could read and you know saw these scribbles on the wall and um, went up and was able to read it, you would think, oh my gosh, they're doing magic. How do they know what that you know? <laughs> what that says and it's the same thing it's just we're not familiar that's all got it and i you I, know didn't, what, I i was one of those that you know i was like you i didn't you know i didn't start out being highly intuitive or highly psychic as i mentioned so i know you can develop it. Mm-hmm. definitely um i would like to go to one of the callers and at this point um, I want to just take an, uh, questions for Lisa in regards to intuition and um, no readings yet, maybe towards the end of the show. And I am going to go to the caller with the area code of 707. Hi, you're on the air with Angel Talk Cafe. Okay. I'm going to go to the caller with the area code of 860. Hi, you're on the air with Angel Talk Cafe. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Do you have a question for Lisa? Yeah, I do. Um, I was wondering if what you see, it was interesting you were talking about... <laughs> I think you might have picked up on me. I was like, um, about relationships or <laughs> so it's just interesting you're talking about which which guy should I pick or, or whatever. You were, you said something like that and it's kinda like I'm interested in somebody and um I guess that's my question is should I stick it out with him? It's uh, or just look at other possibilities. What do you see? Well, I think um my goal is to get you to the point where you develop your intuition so you, right, okay. so you can draw upon. Because, you know, you're, you have a good energetic connection with the people that you're interacting with, and that also helps your intuition um, give you more information. I mean, I could certainly tune in as well, um, but I don't do readings anymore. But I can help you, you know, in terms of, um, what is your first name? Could you give me your first name, please? Yeah, sure. It's Amla. How do you spell that? A-M-L-A, Amla. Oh, Amla? I love that. Yeah, Thank you. So, yeah nice. So, you know, what What I think you can do, what could help you is okay. when you're, um, and I don't know if you, I think you said that you had a couple people, you know, you had some relationships, you had to make some decisions between. And I think for you, what would be good is, uh, spending time when you're with them to listen, to be quiet. And that's going to help you tune into your intuition Um, because you're the, you're the kind of person who is, um, who likes to be, likes to have, uh, you're a little bit like me. It's like, you know, you you like to to make sure that you know everything that's going to happen and have a little more control. And so to, to kind of give that up um, makes you a little uncomfortable. So, so for yes. you to really pick up on what's going, what you know, what your these other love interests are are sharing and telling you, and and giving you intuitively, 
Um, spend some time to just, you know, be quiet and listen and, and observe. I'm also seeing um, that, you know, if you, when you are watching them, that you'll be able to yeah. pick up a lot of intuitive feelings and information because you are intuitive uh, and Very. you're mostly intuitive when you're quiet. So, um, yeah. and, and yeah. that helps you a lot. So, so I think that's really the key thing for you is, and you should try it the next time you hang out with them. Um, you're going to get the urge. You're going to get the urge to speak. You're going to get the urge to say something, but what you can do is ask them a question and say, you know, so how are you today? How was your day? And then really, really work on being, I would say being quiet uh, because okay. for you, that's a good word to be quiet and listen and, um, and relax because I know you're going to have the, the, the urge to, to, you know, do so, and then allow yourself to be open. And uh, that's actually one of the things I talk about in the book is how to be open. Um, and uh, I'll give you the, the secret is the way you're open is when you ask a question, it's like asking the question, where's the bathroom? When you ask the question, where's the bathroom, you're open, you're, you stop and you pause and you actually wait for the answer. You're listening. You, you're not right. second guessing. You're not going to try to talk over them because you really want to know the same thing. Yeah. So how was your day today? Okay. I really want to know. <laughs> and when you do that, I think you're going to get a lot of information. And you'll see, it's going to be different when you ask either one of them the question. It's just it's okay, just Alma? interesting. Alma? Yeah, that, that makes sense. I Thank just you. wanted to say something. Just, it, 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 actions do speak. So, yeah, I, I like what you're saying. It's just, it's, you know, it's not about also what they're saying. It's about what they're doing. It's the feeling. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think that'll help you a lot. Okay. So you'll have to let us know how it goes. Why so? Thank you. <laughs> Thank, you Thank you for you. your call. Thanks Take for care. All right. Thanks. See that? Very that good. was that you know, she, question. Yeah. You know, and she is very intuitive. Yeah. The synchronicity of how everything kind of comes to play. And that's why I like, you know, when the callers call in. Um because she 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 can uh really pick up a lot intuitively and, and um and it's kind of interesting there 'cause because part of my helping people and teaching them is I tap into my intuition to help you know, kind of sense and and read people um, and to help them, guide them for what they can do to use their own intuition. You know, I think it's so much better when they can, because I can't, I tell people, I can't always be with you, right? So in your life, so wouldn't it be great if you can get the answers on your own? (laughs) Do this for yourself. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That was great. Just one moment. Okay. Okay. Um, so in your book, you give, um, you actually have a toolkit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A toolkit, your intuition tool toolkit. 
Um, you know, Lisa, as I was reading your book, and I know you have taught, being the intuition expert, have taught so many students how to do this. Um, I really felt as I was going through your book that the book covered um, me for, I mean, you know, I've been doing this for so many years, but yet I've learned so much from your book, and I felt that it takes, it goes from the beginner to advanced, and there's so much that you can still um, learn. And then it dawned on me, I know you've you've been doing this for so many years. When you teach your students, do you actually have like a practitioner course? I do, actually. I have um, two courses. I have Developing Your Intuition Level 1, and I have a Developing Your Intuition Level 2, an advanced um, you know, an advanced intuition or psychic development course, and that's for practitioners. It's for people who want to read for the public, and I teach people my quote secrets and uh, and things that help build my you know my ability to become a sold out reader and also how to do readings for the public. There's a there's a good way to do it and a not so good way to do it, and um, working with uh, people who, you know, learning from some people, a lot of uh, people who teach others how to practitioners and doing it myself, I found some good ways to help others and, and get their get their own business started. You know, it's such an empowering thing that you do, that you gift people by writing the book, by teaching other people, because I'm looking at it and I'm going, this is like a handbook for the teachers also. Oh, thank you. Well, it, it really, it was, it's like the textbook for my course, so <laughs> everything you know? I teach. So that's nice. <laughs> thank you for saying that. Oh, no, absolutely. Like I said, I, I knew that one day you would come out with the book. Um, I was always curious about the science behind the intuition. Mm. How interesting. I was just, just picking up the book myself <laughs> and flip <laughs> to that, the science studies. Um, yeah. Hey, just, you? You're so psychic, Joy. <laughs> I, I read your book. <laughs> yeah, and you're psychic. <laughs> I was and turning I, to that page as you were speaking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It is pretty good then. Mm. Um, So can you share a piece or two about the science behind intuition? I've always been curious about that. Well, there there are kind of two sides of the science. Yeah, I mean, I I spoke a little bit about the brain science earlier, Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot more to it than that. Um, You know, I just touched on it, but there's also scientific studies that uh, really show that this phenomenon Exists now. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are already sold on it, um, but sometimes it's nice to, you know, to to know what the science is out there to kind of give you more faith in that. Oh, I can develop it. It really is a phenomenon. It really does exist, and that's what I loved about it. It's like you know, is it just all our? We're we just all making it up. Is you know, is it kind of a a card trick and um, <laughs> is there science? And there is. And, and some of the science is really quite, quite mind blowing. I and mean, one of the things I like to talk about is uh, some of the remote viewing 
studies that was done actually by the U.S. government, the military, they were actually trying to see. Now, what remote viewing is, for those of you who don't know, it's the ability for an intuitive or a highly intuitive person who's a psychic to be able to see intuitively a place that they've never been. So, and you can give them, and what the government would do is they would give uh, uh, the psychic a um, coordinates, latitude and longitude of a particular place. And in one case, they gave them the coordinates of a, a facility in Siberia, in Russia. And oh, well. the, um, it was the, uh, the psychic was so accurate that, that they thought there was a, natu- a national security breach when there was not. <laughs> so that, that kind of blew their minds. Uh, another thing that they did was um, there was a do – you, do you remember what I believe it was? Let's see. It was the Pioneer. NASA's Pioneer was fly, flying by Jupiter. And okay. it was going to take close-up pictures of the planet. And it hadn't gotten there yet. And so they asked this – in the psychic to remote view it and tell them what he saw and he saw a planet with rings around it and they thought that it was a mistake he was talking about saturn but it turns out that when the pioneer actually flew by jupiter unbeknownst to the scientists that jupiter actually had rings around it so that was another really really amazing amazing thing and um you know, and there's been a lot of studies through the years on uh, doing thousands of trials and, and thousands of experiments with telepathy. And they have, if you put all those experiments together, the odds of these things happening by chance, the results happening by chance, are 29 quintillion to 1. So, and the details are in my book. You can look at that. Um, so it's so the odds. Of, so you know, if you just want to compare that to the odds of winning the lottery, which uh, we all know that uh, is not too easy to do, getting the Powerball correct is only 175 million to one, as opposed to 29 oh. quintillion. And 29 quintillion is is I think it's nine. Is it one, two, three, four, five, six, eighteen zeros after 29? <laughs> So oh my that's goodness. what it's okay. It's the odds of that happening by chance of all these experiments um, uh, happening due to chance is it's it's just um, unbelievable. So so there's a lot of science scientific studies and the problem is in you know it's culture even in science there's culture and and it's they a lot of the studies are not um, recognized by the science community. It's oh, wow. and and they're perfectly valid and they're perfectly uh, good scientific studies. It's just that that the scientific community in general tends uh, chooses not to recognize them. So that's you know, but that makes you realize, oh my gosh, you know that the there is science behind this and it is a phenomenon that exists. Remote viewing, telepathy, um, being able to predict future is also scientifically shown to be done by people, um, which is really, really amazing. 
And, and I, I lo- like I said, I love science. That's where I came from. And I studied science. I understand the scientific method very well. And so reading these things and reading some of the studies, it's, it's really quite mind-blowing. <laughs> I love it. It is. And I, I did, like I said, I just admired the fact that you, um, as much research that you've done on the subject is just absolutely amazing. Oh, In your thank book, you. Yeah, it was, it was fun. <laughs> you know, the book is, um, and I liked the way at the end of each chapter how you summarized and gave the tips. Oh, yes. Do you know what, okay, you know what I'm referring is, Yes, I do. And I th- you know, I like to see the book as a as a handbook as it's uh easy it to is. read. It's um <laughs> it's less than 200 pages. I wrote it that now I, you know, I could write like a scientific journal, but that then nobody's going to read it. And I wrote it so that it's it's almost as if I'm there talking to you. And mm-hmm. so it's an easy mm-hmm. read. And at least that's what people have told me as well. And I tried to make it, you know, another another um Another person who reviewed the book, she said, oh, uh, she happens to be a a client. She said, I love that the chapters aren't that long. She says, it's great for a busy person like me, and I could just read the chapter um, quickly and then go on and do other things and then, you know, read it, pick it up and read another chapter. And it's clear, uh, is another thing that people have told me, and there's a lot of uh, step-by-step instructions in there. So that it really is, it's supposed to be like a a handbook, an easy-to-read handbook. So and it make is. your intuition happen on demand. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> intuition on, the ba- on demand. I love that title. And it is an easy read. And all the information that is in there is just all, um, it's like the best of the best. It's it's there. It's there for you. And then I realized as I was taking notes, and then at the end of your chapters, there's the summary and the tips, and I'm like, oh, she's already done that for me. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's I okay. That was... It's good. It's good reinforcement. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, she thought of everything. So personally, thank I want to thank you for writing the book. I, it, it's like I said, I'd been waiting oh. for it. Um, and I Thank will you. definitely review it um, or use it as I step out um, and start teaching. And I want to just let the know, let the listeners that are on the line know that if you're interested in talking with Lisa about intuition on demand, you can push one on your keypad, and I will take your call. We do have one with the area code of two five one. You're on the air with Angel Talk Cafe and Lisa. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, my Hi. name is Robbie, and uh, I just had a question. Um, I, I, are you doing readings? Right now, we're just talking about developing intuition. Mhm. Well, my you have intuition is terrible. I mean, I. I keep getting uh, hurt because I meet people and I think they want to have a relationship and and then suddenly they're gone and I just I just really uh, feel like maybe my instincts are completely off. <laughs> hmm. And, and do you feel that you have instincts? <laughs> well, or uh, maybe I'm just 
because I'm a lonely person, I I just read more into what the person wants than than mm-hmm. I you know I'm perceiving. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. my instincts are pretty bad. <laughs> well, you know that's one of the things that um, actually I talk about that in the book in terms of uh, turning to our intuition and feeling that. You know, it's not working for us. And one of the reasons why it doesn't work is because we want so much for a particular answer to be true. And mm-hmm. that, you know, that kind of makes it difficult for us to tap into our intuition because we're expecting the, a certain answer. And um, I I write in the book a, a little, I guess, analogy where uh, your intuition is like this, this wonderful... Um, female entity that's there that's always supporting you and always trying to talk to you but she's very quiet and she'll say a word or two and if you are um, and sometimes she might tell you something that you didn't expect Uh, but Uh if you're thinking and you're always you know wanting a particular answer or expecting her to say a certain thing uh, you're not going to hear her because you're going to kind of drown her out you see what I'm saying? So yeah. I think for you, what you need to do is let go and, you know, let God, let let go and let the universe bring you what's best for you. And in that case, um, it might help you be a little more open and uh, also be able to see and feel and hear things just like the woman who, who called earlier that... Mm-hmm. When you're more open to your intuition, um, then uh, without trying to, you know, is this the one? Or I, I know, you know, he, you know, I saw, um, I keep seeing the number five, and the number five I know is is a number for. I'm just making this up for the number for love, and so that must be mean that this is this guy is the one. You know, we try to force it, we try to push it, and and then. Uh, we don't get we don't get what we're supposed to get. We're not getting the right answer. So, um, and uh-huh. and you know what? Part of uh, using your intuition is also you could use it to manifest. And part of the process of manifesting is letting go, and and putting knowing that the right guy is coming for you, and he's out there, and and he will be, and when he comes, you will know. You won't even have to go. Is this the right one or not? You'll just know. And but okay. you have to have some faith and you have to have some trust that he's out mm-hmm. there and he's coming for you. Okay. 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 Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Right. I'm going to order your book. Thank you. Oh, good. Thank you. Thanks for calling in and asking. Mm-hmm. Thank you for Thanks. your call so much. That was great, Lisa. Oh, thank you. You know, sometimes it's difficult. Um, actually, a lot of times it's difficult. And one of the things that people are always asking is, uh, you know, how do I, um, how do I hear my intuition? How do I, I, I my mind is always thinking, and I'm, I can't stop thinking. And um, part of the way to to do that, to hear your intuition, is to is to let go and not. Not worry so much about the the outcome, and because you don't know what your intuition is going to tell you. You know, maybe your intuition tells you to go talk to that dude over there who's, you know, kind of uh, wearing the baggy jeans and has got the, the flannel shirt on. And you're like, Ew, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> he doesn't look like my idea of who, who my soulmate would be. Um, 
And it turns out, well, maybe that is the per- now. Maybe he's actually not your soulmate. Maybe his roommate is. <laughs> so see, so yeah, know, you know? right. <laughs> Good point. It's a good point. <laughs> but you know, I think sometimes, especially especially when it comes to relationships, because so many women are out there looking for Mister Right, um, and sometimes we don't slow down enough. Um, and one of the words that you use throughout the show, Lisa, is listen. Seriously, if we Mm -hmm. let the other person talk long enough and we listen, we're going to find out what it is we need to know, whether we're going to pursue it or not pursue it. Um, Mm -hmm. And that being open, which you talked about in the book, um, is so important. And a lot of times, uh, I read a book, Tracy McMillan, I think is her name, um, she wrote a book, and in it, she, it's uh, Why You're Not Married Yet, and she talks mm. about the 16-year-old um, who's looking for the right guy, you know, get a mm-hmm. drive, a sport car, tall, dark, handsome, lots of money, likes to travel, all this stuff. Um, and she said, that's thinking with a 16-year-old you know, teenage thinking, mm-hmm. when what's important yeah. is, does this, is this what I'm looking for? Um, not just grabbing and jumping because somebody's looking um, and using your intuition. of If you can slow down enough to listen to that gut feeling. I think so many of us would not repeat patterns. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. Absolutely. And uh, being open and, um, and and it's knowing what to listen to, right? And it, that that's part of what we talk about in the book is uh, what are the characteristics of, of intuition? You know, in, your intuitive messages have characteristics and that's how partly how you can tell whether it's true intuition, which real intuition or not. And mm-hmm. I, you know, it's... Um, Intuition is is always calm. It's always it's non verbose. It doesn't have a lot of words, and it's also doesn't have any uh, ego in it. So it's not mm-hmm. going to berate you or talk about how great you are or, or how bad you are. And when you know what the characteristics are, and you hear a phrase pop up in your head, or you um, have a feeling, and it's not. It's not extreme. It's just it's a subtle feeling, or it's it's a phrase that's uh, you know, go talk to that guy over there, um, or say hello to that person. Get behind the green car, <laughs> and, which see? is a story yeah. I have in the book. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> and you know it's not like oh my god, you got to get over. You're going to be in big trouble. Like, hurry, hurry up, hurry up. It's, it's just get behind the green car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I was like behind the green. I'm going to leave it up to your read, to your listeners to go read the story. Um, read the but, story. You know, buy like the book. Behind the read the other green card. Okay. Yes. So and you'd yes, be surprised they- what comes up. So we and you know I have to I myself have to remember the characteristics and when I do, it's like it, it's rewarding. It 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 works. The characteristics, the techniques, the steps. They it work. works. It- it's power. When you were talking about the characteristics of intuition, I'm like, it's power. Because it's that quiet, mm-hmm. 
quiet power of that knowing. Yes. I think there's and you know strength what? You can in have that. A, a calm sense. You can have a calm, centered life. Uh, you could always feel connected. You can always feel assured that you're going to be taken care of and that whatever you run into, that you're going to be okay. And uh, unfortunately, in my life, I've run into a few things, which I won't go into here, but um, where, you know, it was like that, you know, the endocarditis, the heart infection that I had, where it was really frightening. And mm-hmm. I rely mm-hmm. on my inner guidance to help me, to calm me to reassure me, and it, it makes a difference in life. It gives you comfort. You know what you just reminded me of? security. <laughs> what? Uh, it does, because when I went through that whole thing with the heart issue, everything moved so fast, it's like not an, I, I wasn't even, there wasn't enough time to, like, contact everybody we needed or, you know. But the one thing that I have, yeah. Lisa was the knowing that all is well. I knew. My intuition told I was going to be okay. I was, my children called me a rock, a rock star. Mm. I just, I knew it was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I knew there was, I knew that I knew. And there was so much power which helped me get through all that. The recovery, everything was amazing because I knew that I knew. Oh, I love isn't that it. Amazing. Please. <laughs> it and was. It totally, totally was. That's what was. it's there for. That's what it's all about. I was able to go through that situation, you know, standing strong, not only for myself, but for my family, for my children, you know. Um, Lisa, mm-hmm. your website, your contact information. Can you give that yes. to my listeners? Um, yeah, you could reach me at my initials. <laughs> lmk88.com lmk88.com and um and you can find out all about me i've got a blog out there i've got free material that you can go and you can read and certainly um you can learn more about the book and how to get it uh and or you could also if you want to just look at the book it's at intuitionondemandbook.com um, and you know, it, it's, it's actually, it's, uh, Amazon has it on sale, so you can actually get it for pretty, pretty good price right now. Um, but that's how you can awesome. reach me at lmk88.com. Thank you. Great. Lisa, I want to thank you so much for being a guest again. Um, oh, it's always you. a pleasure to have you on my show. And again, thank you for writing the book. Uh, and thank you for having me here. I really enjoy it. It's always a joy talking to Joy. It's always wonderful. Oh, thank thank you. you for having me. <laughs> okay, Lisa, thank you so much. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed that show. I know that I was absolutely looking forward to it. The book is amazing. I do highly recommend it. You can contact me at angeltalkcafe at yahoo.com. Visit my website at angeltalkcafe.com. As always, ask your angels. Good night, everyone.